Welcome to the Wrestling Philosophy Show, where we discuss unique perspectives and beliefs on the sport of wrestling. Give us a follow or subscribe on various social media platforms, including YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Enjoy the show. What's going on, Coach? How are you doing today? What's up? Pretty good. How are you? Good, good. You said you just finished up uh, uh, a workout, huh? Same business. Yeah, I had a little session before this, kind of planned so we could uh, I could get that done and then roll right in here and, and chat with you. Yeah, no, thanks for taking time. I, uh, of course, thanks for having me. Uh, everyone on Twitter has been hitting me up. You got to get it, Coach Coach Mead, I get him on. So uh, <laughs> today's the day, finally. So, so uh, now, obviously, yeah, Pursuit Wrestling there. I, I love the logo. Love your guys' marketing. Thanks, it's sharp. That you're you're coaching there, coaching at Liberty, right? Russell Ohio yep. State. Yes, give yep. us, give the listeners a little, a uh, little quick recap of kind of how you got in the sport. Yeah, so uh, you know, Dad, Dad wrestled a little bit. You know, got me in the sport young. Um, I did all the OAC stuff. Obviously, I think I think everybody has that in common. Probably who's like <laughs> my age, like everybody at some point was involved with OAC at one point. So you know, I had I had some okay success. I was I was probably average at best, and then. Uh, High school needed a place to go. Ended up going to Ontangy Liberty with uh, Mark Marinelli. He's a couple time A at Ohio State. Um, one of the more credentialed coaches in the state of Ohio. You know, right, right. Uh, ran to sales, ran Ontangy yeah, Liberty. In my old days, when I ran, yeah. he was at the sales. He, yeah, yeah. That's some great teams, you know. So yeah. um, I didn't make the state tournament as a freshman, finals as a sophomore, you know, just kind of caught on there. Ended up at Ohio State. Um, perks of going to high school with Coach Ryan's kids and, and, uh, Coach Roselli, who was at Ohio State at the time, his son was my drill partner. So um, kind of kind of had that network going, ended up at Ohio State. Uh, found myself starting at Ohio State on and off, you know, some injuries and stuff. And um, yeah, now pursued wrestling. So so right out of school, I spent I spent almost three years with uh, Colin Palmer's club. So I was I was Colin's assistant. Um, that's one of the best clubs in, in the country. Yeah. You know? He runs he runs a, a legit show. So I kind of got to learn how to how to coach the the club at a high level, and then I, I coach at Owen Tangy Liberty. So I'm I'm on a high school staff with, again, like I said, one of the better better coaches in the state of Ohio. So I feel like you know I, I'm super young, but I've been around such high level coaches that I, I think I have a pretty good grasp of of how to how to convey the mess the right messages. You know, I think a lot of people convey the wrong messages. So pursuit right this is a, a a new a new startup looked out my window somebody just walked by but um so this is a this is a new startup uh we've been in business for three months we have 40 full-time members it's me jake ryan and craig thomas um okay. we're in lewis center so it's like a, it's a booming area it's growing we're right in the middle of four owen tangy high schools three dublin high schools three westerville high schools two worthington high schools you know, all these, it's not like Cleveland, you know, we, right. we have, we have, we don't have open enrollment and, and a lot of kids at a high school, we just start building new high schools. So. Right. And then there's another Olin Tangy on the way too. They just, built, years. They just they built, built, built Berlin, but I, but we, uh, we had state duels last year and they were talking that potentially in a couple of years, it could be another yeah, one. It's, it's nuts. The area is just booming so much. Yeah, right. So we're kind of writing like a hotbed of growth, which is really good for us. Mm. Um, I think we're probably one of the only clubs in definitely in the area maybe in the state that has like an elite coaching staff i'd like to think of that myself right mm -hmm. uh, that has a beginner group so we okay. have like 16 to 20 beginners awesome. three nights a week that haven't wrestled at all um so like 
our idea from a business standpoint, that's great. You, you, you get lifetime customers, right. but from, from our standpoint, if we can get six year olds in here who learn things to do, to, to learn the right way to do things the first time, um, then you don't ever have to like correct them because from right. my experience at, at Palmer's, uh, a large, large chunk of what we were doing was fixing bad habits. No, breaking, yeah, right. breaking Which, bad habits. So if we get these beginners in here at six and they're with us six to 18, you know, um, we don't ever have to break bad habits. Hopefully, hopefully we're not coaching bad habits. Right. So, um, mm -hmm. if we don't have to break bad habits, it, one, it makes our job super easy, but two, it's going to get, it's going to let these kids be good. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so that's kind of what, what's going on at pursuit right now. We have, we have a beginner group and advanced group. We have uh, open Sunday night lives. So kind of like, I'd say we probably, you know, cause I used to go to all the Sunday night stuff at, at Jordan's. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So I, I'd go over to Graham, I'd get in a group of, group of three, group of four with, with Crace and Mitch Moore and just get nice. shit beat out of me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I and bet. It's like kind of, kind of opening that up to where this is like a, uh, bipartisan situation. We just want to, yeah. no, no bad blood. We don't care if you, you're Moran guy, Palmer guy, cool. Logan guy, you know, come in here and scrap. So, mm -hmm. you know, this, this Sunday we had almost 40 kids in here. Just, we go six, six minute goes six minutes on six minutes off. Um, kind of just grind. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Especially the beginner group side of it. You know, that's kind of, we talked a little bit earlier on how, you know, the top level right now they're, they're training, but that beginner group, it could you know have long-term impact. And if you guys are offering them that outside of the schools, right. A lot of schools are that beginner feeder yeah. program, you know, it's only going to pay dividends, you know, for central Ohio in the long run. Of course. And, yeah. Uh, that's, that's our, that's our goal. You know? So, so you're only, you know, a few months in, what was the initial conversations, initial spark behind all this? What was, what was that conversation like between the three of you? You know, it, it was, it was very impulsive. Um, my business partners are very impulsive people. Okay. But like it started, you know, kind of like phone call, like, Hey, I want to do this. Mm -hmm. like, I was like, you know, I was, I was a Palmer's at the time and I was very happy um, being the assistant to such an elite program. Like it's super, it's super easy. You know what I mean? Like, like just the, the day in day out running the show's easy. Everybody understands the system. Everybody knows what's expected of them. So I was happy and mm -hmm. I was like, I I'm not in good luck. You know, yeah. you can have fun, okay. good luck. Uh, it's not going to work. <laughs> you guys are going to fail. That's what's going to happen. You know, and, and they kind of brought the vision to me and, and uh, there, there's a lot more than just wrestling. So that we have pursuit nutrition, pursuit lifting. Um, we're, we're launching our own supplement line. Oh, wow. So th there's other stuff that's happening here besides wrestling. Wrestling's just like uh, kind of our, my, it's my thing. So I, I'm the mm -hmm. head coach here. They brought me into to grow the wrestling side of things. Obviously they understand wrestling. Jake was okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> in the country as a sophomore and decided he was done wrestling. Like that guy's okay. Um, so we, uh, yeah, just is like, Hey, we're doing this. And I was mm -hmm. like, I'm not in. And then they, they, obviously they, they offered me, uh, a good amount to, to make the change, which nice. is a no brainer. Uh, logistically speaking, we are six minutes from Owen Tangy Liberty High School. Right. So I was coaching, you know, two to five at Liberty, and then I was trying to run around all of Central Ohio to get to Palmer's, you know, because yeah, how far is that? For well, those we were that don't at the sales, mm -hmm. which is uh, in, in rush hour, which there isn't right now, which was going to benefit mm -hmm. me. But last year, I would leave Liberty practice at four forty-five, and I would get at the sales at six or five thirty. Oh, so it'd be a forty-five minute drive. Each way. But we got kicked out of the school, so we got kicked out to. Uh, a location in Reynoldsburg, 
Okay. So it was, it was going to be the same thing, like a 45 minute drive after high school practice, which sucks. And I still live on campus. Um, so it was going to be 45 minutes to the East side and then 30 minutes back to campus. So it was, it was going to suck for me. Um, so logistically speaking, this makes a lot of sense. Um, so just kind of, they kind of sucked me in mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they had all these big plans, a custom map built out, um, growth, the supplement line, all this stuff where, um, benefit health benefits you know what i mean stuff right. so it's it's more of a career for me instead of just being an assistant wrestling coach to a club which you know i loved my time there mm-hmm. absolutely nothing bad to say colin's one of the best coaches in the country mm-hmm. uh, but for me this is this is like a career jump so nice. I, I i took it you know and and um liberty has almost 200 wrestlers k through 12 wow. alone that's my high that you know that that's my high school where um i got a cool little picture up on the wall for you know, winning the state title and stuff. Nice. Yep. Um, that, that's an easy market to, to attack, you know, when, when I'm so involved there. So I spend, you know, spend right now, the cool thing is I can train nine to two because nobody's going to school. Yeah, right. Great. But all this hybrid stuff, it's opened up private training, you know, full fledged. So I got a couple of privates before noon. I go to high school practice. I come back over here. Um, you know, everybody asks, you coach a lot. That's the dream though, right? Like I coach wrestling for a living. That is, that is the dream. Right. No, yeah. especially in central Ohio, you know, we, we talked, it's, 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 it's on the come up. It's always been strong, but now you're the top, like you mentioned a bunch of them already, but um, yeah. So you wrestled Ohio state state champ. Obviously you, you said you went down to, you know, Graham and got your butt kicked. I'm sure yeah, you gave, gave out, I'm sure a lot of butt kickings too. Um, but you talked about, you know, kind of mediocre growing up. Um, I'm sure you're better than you give yourself credit for, but I think that's very important for wrestlers too. You know, you have those youth wrestlers that succeed and then it kind of gets boring in a way or they don't learn how to learn. Right. Correct. I think yeah. your, your, um, your upbringing kind of helped you oh, of, have of a course. coaching mind. Of course, you know, so, so uh, kind of like what you just mentioned um, growing up, I was always around the good kids. I was just never the good kid. Um, and I saw a lot of them get, get stagnant almost. And, and they were just like coasting and they didn't learn, like you said, they didn't learn how to learn. Uh, it seemed like they never got better. Um, me, I, I got, I, I got eighth in fifth grade. Oh, wow. I got eighth in fifth grade and I got sixth in eighth grade after a holdback year. So I did seventh grade twice. Okay. I went over two as a seventh grader the first time at OC. Now, and you were a little guy, right? Were you held back yeah. just because of size? Oh, or? oh yeah. 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 I mean, I, I was, I was like 102 pounds as a freshman after a holdback year. So I was wow. still small. You know wow. what I mean? So, right. But yeah, so I mean, I got I got eighth in fifth grade and sixth in eighth grade. Um, that's, so that's still, that's still tough though, right? Getting on that podium. Yeah. yeah. You, you look back at some of those brackets too, like my fifth grade bracket was uh, D'Amelio, Hoskins, me, Crace. Crace, right? Crace and D'Amelio always were battling, right? Uh-huh. Crace got seventh. Crace beat me for seventh. Wow. Uh, D'Amelio Hoskins was the finals. Uh, Terrell Grant was in there. Okay. Brian Lucas, Nate Keaton didn't place. Like there, there's probably close to 20 state titles in that OSC weight class. But at that time, you're probably like, man, I'm. Yeah. Right? You thought Eight, you know, end this, of the world, right? You know what I mean, yeah. So, so eighth and sixth at OSC, and then you know I didn't make the state tournament as a freshman. Um, it was just oh, always, yeah. always on the drawing board. You know what I mean? It was always like, what's happening? What do I need to do? Why am I not winning? I feel like I'm doing everything right. Um, and then everything just clicked at once. So I went from 
you know, not making as a freshman. I got, I got second as a sophomore. Um, I, I probably could have won the match. I didn't. Uh, I got third as a junior. Again, probably could have came out on top. I didn't. I w finally won my title as a senior. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So what do you think it was that, um, that clicked for you, do you think? Or kind of just, it just finally. Yeah, you know, it was like it, the journey. You know, we've all been on that journey where it's like everybody's wrestled for 12 years. And, and you know, I think, I think a big part of it was I, I, I lost a lot. And I, everybody hates losing. Right. So, uh, I, I knew that feeling and I, I knew that I wanted to stop feeling it. Tell me a little bit more about coach Marinelli and, you know, kind of what he, he brings. Yeah. So I, I mean, it's, he's really hard to describe. He's like quiet to himself. He's always like lurking in the background. Um, old Italian, we call him the Don. Right? <laughs> we think he teleports. He just shows up places. Um, but he's got such a unique style where he wrestled at Ohio state. He was a couple of time, all American uh, right. wrestled for Russ. And it was, it was, you know, he was at Ohio state from 86 to 91. So that's like, and, and if you know anything about Russ, Russ is like hard headed. We're just going to outwork everybody. And that was like the 1990 mentality, right? Uh, the brands boys, Tom Ryan, that's what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. So, so Marinelli was a product of that and he didn't like it. Okay. So he brings like the opposite of that. The other side of the coin, coaching. right? So it was like uh, freedom. It, it was, it was to, to me, it felt like a lot like Ohio State actually. Um, come in, spar, do your thing, what you need, get it done. Uh, I'm not going to hover over you. I'm not going to yell at you. You should know what you need to do. If you got rode out for five minutes on Saturday, you should probably work on bottom. And if you can't self-assess, that's on you. Like if you're not willing to self-assess and figure out what your flaws are and deficiencies and try to get better at them, then why should I? Mm -hmm. And like, I, it's, it's super crazy, but like I was coaching last year in a match and I thought there was a bad call and I tried to go to the table and he like pushed me back into the seat and he was like, don't work harder for them than they are for you. Wow. And I was like, wow. Like that was like, I was like, holy shit. That <laughs> means like, that's like stuck with me now. I'm like, yeah. Cause he's, he's right. Like it's super hard to, to care more about it than they care about it. So he, mm -hmm. he, he brings, he just brings such a different outlook to wrestling. Um, where like there, it, there's two people to me that I think are like, if, if you ask me who has the best wrestling mind you've ever been around, mm -hmm. it's coach Marinelli and Tervell. Okay. Like, these guys are geniuses. Um, they just think at different wavelengths where you can easily be like, that guy's full of shit. That's just goofy. And, and I've done that at times. And then on, on the flip side of it, when you, when you like take a step back, you're just like, wow, that was, that was so important. And I had no idea that that was even a thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I just bought in as, as a freshman in high school, you know, I didn't buy, buy in. I thought that I got six at OAC the year before. So I was the best in the world. Um, I tried to do it my way and my way didn't work. Um, I beat, I beat a couple good kids that year. Um, the kid who ended up winning districts I had in the quarters and I was up like seven to three against with like 45 seconds left. And Marinelli was screaming, no boots. And I put boots in and I got reversed my back and I, I got beat eight to seven. And like, so it was just like, I, I was doing stupid shit, still making stupid mistakes. And um, after that, you know, I dropped down day two of districts. I, I was, I was light. I was like 100, 203 pounds. Uh, that day two I makes got, all the uh, difference if you're light, right? For sure. So I got, I got beat. Um, 
I didn't make the state tournament. And I was like, all right, well, that didn't work. I hate losing, right? Just like everybody else does. So we got to figure something out. So I uh, went back to the drawing board and I bought into to whatever coach was, was saying and it paid off, you know, mm-hmm. next year I had some success. That's awesome. You know, cause you've, you've lived it. So now coaching, sure. you can see, you know, different coaches style and it's uh, sure, of course. So, so Travel, you have any Travel stories and that, that Travel can... is, is a, this guy, um, have you ever talked to him? Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Should, I, you should have Travel on. Travel's yeah. a genius. So we were the, the best one that like the, some of the best stuff I've ever heard him say is just like crazy, almost outlandish. Like you're like, it makes you, makes you shake your head. We were driving to the Edinburgh open and we're heading up there and he was talking about some stuff and he's like, you know, I want to wrestle at Midlands. We're like, like you're, you're an Olympian. Like you're obviously good at this point. You're wrestling with Kyle Snyder every day and like mm-hmm. beating Kyle Snyder. You know what I mean? Like you're okay. The Midlands, <laughs> it, he's like, no, I don't want to go wrestle live. I want to go spar through Midlands. Like what? He's like, yeah, I just want to test myself in positions that I'm not normally in. Like, that's crazy. And we like, talk, this is like a two hour conversation. Who says that, right? It, like, like just, just crazy. He's like, I'm just going to go try to spar my way through the tournament. And and we, we concluded that like, if you lost a match, it would hurt recruiting. Like if you lost a match because you were sparring through, the world doesn't know that. Like they don't care. And you lost to some kid from Buffalo or just something crazy because you're sparring. Like that, that's going to hurt recruits. But like, that's where he thinks like, I'm just going to go test myself against, I mean, Midlands is Midlands. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, I'm going to go test myself and see if I can spar my way through the tournament. It's just, he it just, he's just crazy. We call him big Yoda. Big you know Yoda. I mean? like, he's got, he just has such crazy thoughts. It, it's, it's unbelievable. Just to have a, a 30 minute conversation with him is unbelievable. That's awesome. That that's, you guys are so lucky. You obviously having, you know, campus right there and, you know, yeah. coach Marinelli. Um, and then, you know, you have the best of, but, one of the best high school rooms in the country, right? Yeah, I mean, that <laughs> room is unbelievable. Another thing I forgot to mention is how big the RTC was for me. Okay. So, so you get, you know, you get top four in the state, you get a train at the RTC. So as a sophomore, I was going down there and the guys took me in. I was everybody's little brother. Um, you know, Johnny was great to me. NATO was great to me. And they didn't have to be. You know, right. I, mean? I was, mm-hmm. was a 106 pound, 16 year old kid. Right, right. I couldn't do anything with NATO. These guys were absolutely great with me. Uh, Jose was on the team. Jose was oh, awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so, like, these guys were were absolutely great with me, and they didn't have to be. So, I always felt at home with Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, like, hanging out with the guys at 16, like, just, like, shooting the shit. And I was like, I don't belong here. You know what I mean? So, th- that was that was definitely a big, a big step for me as a wrestler was just being around that type of environment. So is it always Ohio State all the way? Did you know in high school? Did you go anywhere else for visits? Or was there any other? Yeah, I took all five of my visits. Yeah. Um, I think I kind of knew, but I wasn't recruited super hard. So, you know, I won, I only won one state title as a senior. So like that whole year, if you went in March, everybody's money's already gone. So, right, right. you know, so I was, I never placed at Super 32. I made the front page of Flow when I should have placed, it, placed as the worst pen call ever, which was pretty cool. Um, was it? Well, I think I remember that. Nice. No, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> I remember, I remember uh, seeing it. It was it in the other room. It wasn't in the main room, yep, was it? Yep, okay. other room. Yeah. Other room, back gym. Or whatever. Phantom, yeah, yeah. Phantom yeah. Call like that. It was. It was rough. But like, uh, 
I lost in the quarters and overtime to the, to Aragano who got second. Like I, I, I was good enough to place, but I, I, I just, I, I feel like I had bad showings at big tournaments. Well, you've also that tournament 10 times in a row, you're get, right? It's just that's a NCAAs, right? That's how every weight class is, of mm. course. Um, I, I ate at Fargo, uh, but I, I just feel like I was under-recruited probably. Um, so like Edinburgh, um, and that was a connection, right? Roselli's. Mm-hmm. So we were always around the Edinburgh crew. I, me and my dad went to all the instant way tournaments. So we were always hanging out with the Edinburgh crew. So that was like a connection. Uh, Cleveland State, Kent State, OU, Northern Illinois, and Ohio State, really. That's it. Okay. Um, and some D2s and stuff. But I, I knew I wanted to go D1. I knew I nice. wanted to like test myself. And, and I went to all these places. And, and after training at Ohio State for almost three years, I was like, I, I really want to find my ceiling. Like I want to, I want to figure out how good I can be because up to this point, um, I'm going to say this and it sounds bad because I, I did have a decent high school career, but like comparatively to the Ohio state guys, I was on the low end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. right? Like okay. everybody's a four timer, everybody's a prep national champ. Um, so I felt like being around that atmosphere and environment and I knew my drill partners going in, like mm-hmm. Logan's not going anywhere. Um, Nate was going to be there for at least another year. And I figured he would stay and train, which he did, mm-hmm. uh, Pletcher, you know, the, the, the quality of drill partners that I had were the best in the world, literally. You right. Know? Right. So I figured that I was going to go and find my ceiling. Um, I honestly believe I did. So I, I wrestled with those guys every day. Um, I got, you know, pretty decent. Uh, I beat a couple national qualifiers my sophomore year when I was like in and out of the lineup, um, NATO tours ACL is my freshman year. So I went from winning a state title at 113 as a senior in March to starting for the Buckeyes in November. Yeah. So what were you walking, walking around weighing? I mean, you had to be seven and a half. Right. So it's like, I would would come out of practice under like we we'd fly somewhere. I'd be at the Donato's at CNH eating a freaking Italian sub drinking a Coca-Cola. Like, I mean, it was, it was bad. You know, I'm wrestling Suriano, just getting little Brackens getting mauled. And, and it was, it was, that was a big, big growth for me. Uh, sophomore year, you know, and, and I think our 25 pounder now Malik is have, having a lot of the same issues because he's so small, right. you know, and when you're wrestling so hard every day, it's really tough to put on weight. Like mm-hmm. it, it's a numbers game. Right. It's really hard to eat that much when you're wrestling that much. Right. So, um, Sophomore year, I might have been walking around about 131, 132. Malik beat me in a wrestle-off five to four. So, like, we're not going to pull him, um, which was good. So, I wrestled for, like, the first three months. And then I, I had, like, a bad, bad spill of, like, losses in a row to kids I, I should have competed with. Um, I think in there somewhere I lost my passion for, like, high-level competition. Just okay. doing it every day. Like, mm-hmm. everybody wants to use – burnout. I don't know if that's what it was. I, I don't, I don't even know what that term, like what that exactly means, but wrestling every day and trying to compete at that level daily didn't work for me. Like it was just, it, it just didn't work for me, which is like looking back on it. I feel the same way that I did then. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was unhappy. Um, and it's really hard to go in there and fight with those guys when you're not liking it, you know, yeah, you what, can't be halfway, half foot, correct. one foot in, what one was, foot out what was preached every day is like, this is not your job. You cannot treat it like your job. You come in here and it's a privilege to come in here. And, and toward, somewhere in the middle of my sophomore year, I was like, this is my job. Like I have to show up at two 30. Like I have to be here at this time. Right. Um, so 
I, I started losing matches. Uh, we, I, we wrestled Wisconsin at home. Um, the kid was ranked like 18th or 17th in the country. I went out, got the first takedown. Uh, he got out, took me down, and he had like six minutes and 20 seconds of riding time. Like, it was bad. I think, I mean, it was, I should probably should have been thrown out of the match. And after that, they were like, dude, what's going on? And I was right. like, I don't, I, I don't know. But. And it was a size thing, right? Like you're on the size. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, because I was on the other side, I, in my sophomore and junior, I wrestled 125, but I was on the big end and it, I kind of lost exact same feelings. I was like, you know, I'm cutting all this weight. And that was like yeah. the win, right? It was making yeah. weight, you know? Correct. Uh, so for weekday duels, I was, garbage on the mat right yeah. it was like yeah i was like on the other end i i then kind of logan talked a bit, little bit on when we talked about it you know kind of the fun you know wasn't there sometimes but um yeah so i mean so, yeah but you're walking around really light and he, you know soriano's just a monster right i mean just, these guys are cutting down right this is like the the funniest thing is um i i like drove across the country so i like i i me and tom talked and i like we decided you know mutually like yeah you're done like it's it's over for you cool um, I was like, yeah, it's over for me. Great. That was like, uh, April 4th, I think April 4th. I don't know why I remember that, but okay. I left for, I left for, uh, I don't know. You know, Mike Zucker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 He, he runs a uh, Ohio stallions team and I've been yeah. going with stallions, uh, to he coaches uh, at Liberty too. Also. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he, yeah. Yeah. He's one of our assistants. So, um, I was on the stallions team with him in middle school. That's kind of, right. I, he has an OAC training. So like Liberty always made sense. I was always up here and he always calls me, Hey, you got this guy's contact. We need to, yeah, you know, yeah. He's that guy. He's <laughs> yeah. that guy. Sure. So, uh, we had, we went to a different tournament. Usually we go to Illinois, went to a tournament in Iowa. And so I drove to Iowa and it was April, April 9th. I left. So I, that, that's how I remember April 4th. I quit wrestling April 9th. I drove to Iowa. And after Iowa, I was like, I'm just going to keep driving West. Okay. So I, I, like I spent 30 days on the road by myself. That's and I was like between Johnny and uh, Bart Friedenberg. <laughs> I picked up a ton of contacts along the way where I was doing like pop-up camps everywhere. That's awesome. So I did like, I did like a smaller version of what DeJulius does, mm -hmm. right? It was mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. cross country trip. Obviously uh, my name's not as big as, as those guys. So I use Bart and, and a bunch of other contacts and post on Facebook and, you know, I text, text and cold calling people, you know, Bracken Mead, blah, 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 Ohio State, blah, blah, blah. You Google me. The first thing that pops up is the Seriano match. It's got like 50,000 views. <laughs> and it's just me getting obliterated. He, he bow and arrowed me for, for two periods. He tried to break uh, my back. Uh, it, was, it was rough. It was rough. I came off the mat and Tom gave me a hug and he was like, I'm sorry, kid. I'm like, it's okay, coach. <laughs> so, what, so when people would say that, what, what match would you tell them to watch? What'd you say? If people said, Hey, oh, yeah, I saw you. None. Watch me coach. <laughs> Better at that. Uh, not much, not many in college. It was tough being undersized. Like my, I think my record's probably along the lines of like 30 and 30, something like that. Mm -hmm. But man, it's, it, it sucked. Mm -hmm. It was so tough being undersized. Cause I was never used to that. Like I was a senior at 113. I was probably coming down from like 22. So I was like a decent size 13, mm -hmm. but I was 18 wrestling in my senior year at state. I wrestled three freshmen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, good freshman, but still right. freshman. You know, like, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I was on, I was always, I was never on the receiving end of too many ass beatings in high school and yeah. college. Yeah. It was like only ass beatings. Yeah. Um, day in day out right i mean but you're wrestling the best guys in the world right so it's yeah so so where'd you hit up uh when you had head to west would you would you where'd you hit up i did i did i have a buddy in colorado so i went colorado 
uh, I got some stuff in Grand Junction area, wrestling-wise. And then I went down to Vegas for the U.S. Open. Oh, nice. So I, met, I met the Buckeyes at the U.S. Open and, like, hung out with all my friends coming off of, like, they've been practicing for three weeks without me. And they're like, dude, are you coming back? Like, what's going on? like no i'm just i'm just hanging out with you guys so uh, i went out there uh malik sammy and gavin hoffman were all in the the finals you know the it would be juniors the junior finals so just like hanging out with those guys um it's like a little fanboy it felt like but <laughs> like two weeks ago i was like you know bleeding with them yeah. so it was, it was like cool to go and just like hang out and shoot the shit with everybody and and then uh i made it over to Santa Monica after that. And I stayed in Orange County for like 14 days. I'm just coached wrestling. Like I, and, and like I sent a, sent a text message. Hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. They're like, cool. Yeah. Just come stay at my house. You can come stay here for five days and coach. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was great. It was super awesome. Like it's my midlife crisis at no. 21. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, that's cool though. Right. I mean, who gets to do that? So, yeah. so what'd yeah. you learn about yourself? I mean, you gotta learn a few things about yourself. I learned you? that I didn't want to wrestle anymore. I know right. that mm-hmm. I learned I didn't want to wrestle anymore. I was like, for sure. Like I was a hundred percent like mm-hmm. coach after that. I was like, coaching's my passion. I don't want to wrestle anymore. I don't enjoy competition, mm-hmm. but I really have a passion for coaching, mm-hmm. like like a deep passion for coaching. And I, I, my sophomore year, I spent, I did two nights with Palmer. Anyhow, like mm-hmm. as I was wrestling at Ohio state, I was coaching two nights a week at Palmer uh, compliance. You didn't hear anything. Right. <laughs> um, but like, it was, I knew, like, I knew I wanted to coach wrestling already. And Mm -hmm. the cool thing about that is, uh, as a kid, you're like, oh, he's doing it right now. Right. So my, my relatability the Mm -hmm. last couple of years at all time high, I'll never be as relatable as I am right now, which really adds to my coaching. Um, for sure. And they all know that like, oh yeah, because I think it's easy to forget how hard it is. Like Mm -hmm. even me, I'm like, like, I, I couldn't make it through an Ohio state practice right now. No way I'd die. Like, it's so easy to forget how hard it is. So for, for a kid to, to look up and, oh, yeah, I just got back from Ohio State practice. Like, I would go from Ohio State practice straight to Palmer's practice. Like, I'd have – kids are in awe. Like, wow. This exactly, is, right? yeah. Buckeye, he, right? He's doing it now. Mm-hmm. So that, that really benefited my, my coaching. And, and just, like, it, it'd be so cool if I had, like, a, a good credential, like an AA or something, because I, I'd like to think I'm a pretty good coach. And it's, it's somewhat tough. So pursuit, we did the month of October for free. I've seen that. That's awesome. First month was free for everybody. And the idea was get them to be around Bracken. Like the Mm -hmm. more people we we get in here to see how good of a coach Bracken is, the better we are. And it worked out really well. Like 40 full-time members in in two months is nuts. Like we're, it's awesome. We have, we did Rudis gear. We did like some generic t-shirts. I sent you one. It must not be there yet because the holidays Oh, thanks. Um, thanks, man. No, not yet, but I can't wait. Thank you. Um, so we did Rudis. We did like, we, we did our own stuff to keep it cheap. So we sell these for like 15 bucks, super cheap mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and just like growing, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's super cool to, and, and what we didn't want to do is put somebody's name on it. Right. We mm-hmm. talked about that a little bit before, mm-hmm. before this, we didn't want to put somebody's name on it because it relies on that person then. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So if that person isn't around, then that club's not around. So right. we wanted to do pursuit, to, to, for growth, but also like a, a franchise can happen down the line. And, and, you know, it's, it's super easy when you look at all these like travel baseball, or travel soccer teams, they have locations in every major city in America. 
and they're like seven figure businesses. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like we're talking little money here. These, these things are booming and wrestling hasn't been able to do that yet. Wrestling just hasn't been able to crack the code. And I think part of it is because how many clubs do you know that aren't Steve Early? And this isn't a bash. Steve Early, Palmer trained, Moran. I don't even know if he has anything off of it. Uh, what's David Taylor's training center? Yeah, yeah. Him too. Training Him too. Center. Right, right. It's mm -hmm. all super reliant on a person. Mm -hmm. Pursuit isn't reliant on a person. And branding, everybody knows what pursuit is. Mm -hmm. So we have a big sign when you walk into our facility, what's your pursuit? You know, mm -hmm. and that can be different for everybody. This can be it, figuring out how to take a high crotch to winning a state title, to winning a national title. And everybody's not going to be the same, you know, so so kind of just figuring out what every every individual wants um, out of this, because the, the, the end goal of this is not just to be a good wrestling club. It's to make good people. Right. You know? right. Nobody nobody hires anybody because they want to stay title in high school. Right. Like when you're 40, nobody gives a no. shit. No. It's just not that cool anymore. Yeah. Right. Like, um, exactly. So just, just trying to make good people. Right. That's, mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing. That That's awesome. That, that's cool. And your room, right. You got a uh, full resolite room. I yeah. Mean, full resolite boat out. Yeah. Know. We're getting that's full. A, yeah. No, <laughs> that's full. awesome. What are the, we're talking about a new space already. Are you really? Uh, yeah. You like two locations awesome. or just move all that or what, yeah, just uh, move all this. Yeah. The bad thing is we chopped up some of the mats to fit in here. Okay. So we'll have to get some more fix that up a little bit but could be worse like if, you, if, if the worst thing we have to do is grow okay yeah good right? problems have yeah yeah that's awesome that's sweet um so what else like uh you got the best of both worlds right you have a, one of the best high school wrestling rooms in the country right at yeah. liberty and you have pursuit um yep. when you're building this out what what were some of the things you had to have in that room besides obviously the the nice mats and everything was there any other piece of equipment or as a coach from your upbringing like we got to have this piece of equipment or what, what, what do you want to see next machine. we have an ice machine in the room and it's great like, I, <laughs> I don't ever want to wrestle without an ice machine again i put ice in my water after a workout and it's the best thing ever um <laughs> and we, we we put in uh so we have an airdyne from like 1802 nice that, that tom brought from hofstra no way yeah so this airdyne is like you know it's it's smooth it's not like those rogue assault bites that's no. like hell to get on this airdyne is like the the shit <laughs> so you need an airdyne right every room right. needs an airdyne uh we have, a, we have a nice speaker system so the warehouse we we got uh the last people were like they ran big events so we got like uh we have a speaker system that it could like work for the shoe no like way. The speaker system is way too much for us. We have we have two extra ones that we can't even set up because the place will blow up. Um, an American flag, obviously. So we have like a, a massive American flag in the wrestling room. And then we just put in a, a sweet weight rack. So it's like squat, bench, lower pulleys, upper pulleys, lat wow. pull. Down. It's like the whole thing. Um, can I can I like show the room? Like I'm on. I was going to ask you to do that, but I didn't know your setup. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, I'll just walk out here. So this is like my little office here because every wrestling coach needs an office, right? That's, that's what I was gonna ask. I figured you were there. Yeah, let's, let's see it. Yeah, so we just pop right out. So this is this is my office door, and I pop right out to the wrestling room. Nice. Wow. Right flag, big TV, Matt. This is uh, this is my partner Craig on the Airdyne. Actually, there you go. I'm Airdyne. Yeah, I just picked yeah. one up. Like for 50 bucks, my brother just got one. We scored one. Yeah, this is live. Uh, Rick, you're fun. Yeah. 
No, you're fine. What's up, coach? How you hey. doing, man? Hey, don't stop counting us, man. Kill that, kill that bike. Yeah, I'm, I got an old Schwinn here. This thing is awesome. It's uh, chain, I, I told him. Yeah, chain driven, so it's smooth. I'm I'm down a wing right now. Oh, okay. I saw that group picture. I was wondering what happened. I saw the group yeah, picture so, you had from a couple of days ago. So this is this is kind of our setup. So uh, you know, almost two full mats. Yeah, wall mats but, are clutch too, right? Yeah, wall mats are clutch, and, and we put put all those up. You know, they're stuck. But yeah, so so nice nice little setup we got going on here. Oh, that's awesome. That's sweet. That's awesome. I was hoping you'd be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, so Craig, Craig wrestled at Liberty, wrestled at Ohio State for five years. He was in here. Um, he thought he was twenty again. He was going live with Shoemate. Oh, jeez. And he doubled, he doubled off too early, and Shoemate uh, jacked him up on an underhook and ruptured his pec. Uh, like he's like out, out. He had he had uh, like massive, massive pec surgery. Um, <laughs> let me shut my door. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's horrible. That's but yeah, he horrible. had he had massive pec surgery. He's out for like six months. Uh, as, as we started this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're starting a brand new club. He's like, he's he's done for a while. So he's one arm and on the on the air dine, right? Oh, that's too bad, man. That's a it has to be frustrating. You know, yes. amped up to go and build build the, the facility. We're trying club. to grow this thing and three weeks in he blows his pec. It's like, oh man. Ouch. Ouch. Man, that stinks. No, that's awesome. That that's sweet. That that's uh, I I remember the yeah the the graphic of what it's gonna look like. I remember you guys putting that yeah, stuff yeah. out, and then finally when he when I seen the picture of it, it's actually uh, mats up and everything. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Um, and like the yeah last month we had like a, a massive camp, like uh, ten national ranked kids. So Buzakis came in, Feldman came in, really. Um, Max Stout, Shoemate. Gavin Brown, Gavin Bell, all the Buckeyes, right? Gotcha, um, gotcha. We have connections to them. Yeah, so right. All the Buckeyes came in, and I kind of like in, invite only, so I kind of like pick piece together other, twenty other kids, which turned out to be like you know, Hayden Daniels, who's ranked first in the state. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. He's yep. nationally ranked somehow, but like like I, uh, Russo, who's ranked third, Dylan Campbell, um, just put together like a hell of, a, a hell of a camp. Mm -hmm. um, that's the cool thing with like the connections that we can do is, you know, we can't directly say that like this is an Ohio state place. Cause it's mm -hmm. not, but right. um, we're all Buckeyes. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. Right. We're all Liberty guys. So that's cool. So it kind of works out where like everything that we show is more than likely going to be shown at Ohio state, just mm -hmm. like the way we wrestle. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, we, we're, we're so intertwined with everything that it's, it's a really cool situation. And like I said, the RTC guys are training here. I don't, I don't think there's another club in the country that has the same connections to uh, top five division one program as we do. Maybe M2. And I, I'm not sure about that. Like maybe M2. Right. But so one potentially one other and your location. Right. So, I mean, you're, you're in central Ohio, right? So it's right. not like you're in Northeast Ohio and people no. are trying to travel from Cincinnati or whatever. So easily accessible. We have Colin coming in for a little camp later this month. That's what I was going to ask. I know you. I think you had what Coach Burnett, or he was supposed to come in earlier. You've been having outsiders yeah, come in too, right? Came in a while ago, Tom's came in. Mm -hmm. Colin's coming in. We just we have the ability to connect with all these people. Uh, Eric and Marinelli actually wrestled at the state tournament twice. So Eric, I think I did know that. Finals in the semis. That's that's crazy. So, so that's like Marinelli and Eric were in here like 
rolling around and like shooting the shit about technique and what you hit me with in 1802. <laughs> it's, like, it's super, super awesome to be like, because I've heard all those stories. Marinelli was was beating him and he got ankle picked for five to send him into overtime. And oh, like, really? I've heard all these stories and it's like super cool to get them in the same setting to like talk about it 30 <sighs> years later. Oh, that's wild. That, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that, that is yeah. real cool. Um, that's awesome. I need to get him on too. get Eric on one of these times. Yeah, Eric. And Coach Marinelli too. I don't know if he'd be willing, but oh, yeah, put a bug in his ear. I'd love to hear. I don't know, I don't know what he'd talk about. Probably something crazy. Yeah. Community. <laughs> so, so you just mentioned events and the, the sound system there and you got, uh, you do some like esports events too, right? Anything? Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, what are those like? Cause that's gotta be crazy. Yeah, completely it's, it's, different it's, than wrestling right it's really cool so i'm i'm like production assistant i help with like the event event coordinator um and yeah it's way different than wrestling that's for sure but basically i uh i i'll be gone for like eight to ten days at a time and i'll fly somewhere really warm usually which is cool <laughs> not ohio and uh just run massive gaming events so um call of duty mainly but halo gears of war um, just set up, have 20,000 people come through on a weekend and tear down. Um, Holy cow. It's super cool. So last, this summer, obviously all of our shows got canceled, mm -hmm. which sucks. Right. I think my, my April, I was going to be Miami beach, LA, like, like 10 days at a time. So it was going to be like 10 days in Miami beach, 10 days in LA, eight days in Atlanta, 10 days in London. No way. So like all that got canceled, which sucks yeah. because I love to travel. Mm -hmm. But um, so that's like, that. that's kind of what, what I do there. So last summer I did, you know, Miami Beach, New York twice, or I, two summers ago now. Okay. But Miami Beach, New York, LA, uh, Dallas, all these places that, that are awesome. Um, and it's just a really cool change up because I'm a full-time wrestling coach. Mm -hmm. And I don't ever get tired of it, but being in a wrestling room 12 hours a day, every day is like, you never see the sun. Mm -hmm. So sometimes seeing the sun is nice. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> now that's cool. I bet you, I mean, you're just the little things you pick up on from those events, right? That kind of oh, can translate sure. back to wrestling too. Yeah. Sure. Of course. Of course. So what um, people just come in these arenas, just watch people play these games, huh? It's, it's like when you, when you say it out loud, it's like, wow, that's cheesy. But, yeah. um, you know, look at, look at what Twitch is doing right now mm -hmm. and, and YouTube and, and, um, there's just a massive market for this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, 30 years ago, if you were playing video games, your mom was complaining that you couldn't make money doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, these there, there's 10 year olds who make millions of dollars a year. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's, Crazy. it's nuts. It's, it's the growth in, in COVID boosted everything. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's just fast forwarded how many years it, you know, propelled yeah, it forward. Right. So, so um it's a really cool market that that's that's getting way bigger to be involved in right you know? so competitive gaming is like uh mlg the the company that that i work for um they kind of disbanded and started a new company called esports engine but mlg is like the the pioneers of all this stuff that's like 2004 was it major it's league like, game what was it called major was major it? league gaming yeah okay okay um, so like that's like a, a 15 year old company you know what right. i mean it's like and they're the pioneers of everything. They were doing it before it was cool, right? For sure. Mm -hmm. They started with Halo and like took off. But I mean, this is this is a thing that's that's new to the world. 
and it's it's really really growing um so it's really cool to be a part of that something that's like not not in its infancy but like teenage years Mm -hmm. and there's still so much growth happening that it's always changing it's super cool to be a part of that right i mean even wrestling right look at what covid's done for wrestling right now what's what's your take on that i mean uh it's 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 crazy what what these guys are it's awesome not crazy it's good that you know these guys are getting paid but what's your what's your take on that the rtc um, cards and all that so, so i think you know, I think that uh, previously we were probably losing a lot of wrestlers. And, and, and I'll, I'll bring something up that Marinelli always talks about because I always argue that, like, the new generation is the best wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> of course, right? Um, so I, I think it's really good to keep wrestlers wrestling. You know, I think, you know, we're, we're probably about to lose a lot of them to, you know, jobs or MMA or something mm-hmm. where if, you, if we can keep wrestlers wrestling longer, it's, it's good for the sport. Right. But um, I always talk about like how Jordan Burroughs would like beat everybody from 1980. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how it would be, right? Mm-hmm. And he, he's like, you, know, you talk about the, the Mount Rushmore of wrestling, like Flo tweeted that. And that was like a big debate. And I'm like, how can you put Gable up there? Like as, as a coach, maybe, but as an athlete, he only wrestled one cycle. He's got one world, one, one Olympic done. And Marinelli's like, so you think if he didn't wrestle in 76, he, he wouldn't have won? I don't, I don't know. He's like, he couldn't afford to wrestle in 76. He couldn't afford to train for four more years. I'm like, wow, that's a good debate. Right. Now right. we're getting there. We're like, I, I, he's like, he had to go coach. Mm-hmm. He had that to was go the coach. only option, right? That yeah. was the only option. He couldn't afford to, to train for four more years to win an, another Olympic gold medal. And I, I don't know if other things happen, but that, that's a really good debate that, that I think, you know, you look at guys like Burroughs. Mm-hmm. and he's on he's on his third cycle mm-hmm. right the only way he's been able to do that is because he's been he's been financially assisted right. Right. through wrestling which is awesome like mm-hmm. we're, like you put burrows in 1972 maybe he only wins one goal and right. then he's out of the he's out of the equation you know right. what i mean and i think i think that's a, a crazy thing to, that that's that marinelli brought up that i would have never thought about because mm-hmm. I, I mean i i have seen like burrow's house on his like videos and stuff that guy has a good life. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, through wrestling. That's right. awesome. Um, you know, I, I know Kyle's doing well. Mm-hmm. You know? As they should be, right? Yeah. yeah There's right. eyeballs on him, right? All of um, them, right? So I, I think that that any way to grow the sport is is beneficial. I think there's and, – and I think there's people who have very bad raps that are growing – like I think Pat Downey is growing the sport. Well, he kind of got these people paid, right? He put that number out there, right? When he put that number out there, then, you know, Flo had to start putting the dollar figures where they're paying people, right? It might be, he might be doing it in a bad way. And he's got, he's got his own personality and probably his own motives behind everything. And he's got a lot of haters, right? But I think that guy helped grow the the sport of wrestling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whether you agree with him or not, right? Correct, right? Like, and I I think a, a lot of what's going on in the world probably doesn't help like him being as as harsh as he is sometimes um just because there, there's just a, a a lot going on mm-hmm. right so you you find a, a, a way to nitpick at somebody but i think that guy really helped grow the sport this last mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. and um no i i think that when when i see my friends on cards like pletcher and martin and, and colin and and they're able to to do what they love pay their bills doing it mm-hmm. um I think that's a no-brainer for the sport of wrestling. Um, 
I don't know too much about like the flow, Willie Rockfin drama happening, but mm-hmm. like whatever it is, Rockfin's a good competitor. Like oh, their business sure. model is really cool. Right. Right. Um, right. So I you, I you get in on that Ray token? You get in any of that? No, no, <laughs> I didn't. Um, I uh so I don't I don't I, I think competition's good. No, yeah, it definitely propelled. I mean they're it, it, and now flows like putting the other cards that are yeah. like holy shit yeah just to, just to try to compete with rockfin yeah so you know i i think that i think that competition breeds breeds success mm-hmm. and it's it's booming like i don't think there's a better time to be a wrestling fan right now right right i agree right this uh like you said it kind of downy definitely he had his, his uh <laughs> create a spark and now it's kind of blowing up and now burrows yeah. is getting paid i mean he's getting paid good you know for those yeah. those two matches yeah. or however many it is yeah. and uh and even you know the um, the RBY and Sterling match. You know, I was talking to somebody on a previous episode of a lot of these. You know, RTCs have these guys. You know, awesome. training MMA or whatever it may be, um, and that's getting eyeball. You know, you have Sterling's number one ranked guy. You know, wrestling yeah. RBY. I mean, that's that's, awesome. that's great awesome. for the sport. Um, are you guys going to stick with wrestling, or do you see other other uh, you know martial arts with pursuit, or we're, or, we're, we're still early, right? We're, I mean, I guess if something like came up where we could, we could put up a facility that houses everything and find, find qualified people that can, that can, you know, train that stuff. And, and, you know, we can, we have the ability to, to financially do that. Then right. I, I mean, I, I don't think it's something that we would like, ah, nope, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, like for now, we're right. We're, you're a few months in, you're killing it already. So we're a few months in, we're down a coach, right? <laughs> right. Half a coach. right? Now. Yeah. We have, we have half a coach right now. Um, so yeah, I, I think for now we're like focused on wrestling and, and growing this. And I think we have the ability to do so. Um, but like I said, we're already looking like at avenues for a bigger space. You know, we're, we, we have two mats. We would really like four mats, you know, mm-hmm. um, Moran has four mats. Tommy Rollins has four mats at his place. So kind of, kind of, we, we need a little bit more mat space right now. And, and we knew that like getting mm-hmm. a two mat wrestling room that at some point we were going to outgrow it. We had no idea we were going to outgrow it in two months, you know? Yeah. Good so, problem to have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, if the worst thing that happens to us is we have to yeah. get a bigger space and I think we're doing okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. You know, I, I think, like I said, any, any opportunity and, and the, the crossings, right. Pletcher wrestled Caldwell. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, right. That's great. We haven't seen last time we saw that guy wrestle, he shoved Metcalf. You know yes. what I mean? Like, right. um, we, it's just, it's really cool to get these guys wrestling, you know, and, and you, you got to think, um, I don't know when like uh, the, the male is supposed to peak, mm-hmm. but it's not 22. Right. right? So, right we're losing a lot of high level wrestlers before they even peak. Yeah. I mean, like you, you look at Caldwell. Um, what if he was able to just train wrestling for mm-hmm. the last 10 years, instead of going the MMA route, right. would that guy have been an Olympic gold medalist? I, I don't know, but I bet he'd have a better shot than, than training MMA and trying to go win an Olympic like gold Pico, medalist. right? I mean, he was how close to be making the Olympics and then he yeah. goes off to MMA, right? It's like, Correct. Wow. like, I, I, I mean, so, so I, I think, man, I, I think it's great. And, and like I said, uh, Flo and, and Rockfin, everybody somehow complains about the pricing. But like, this is stuff that a casual wrestling fan can have. Like, it's not like it's thousands of dollars. 
You spend right. 150 bucks a year for flow. Yeah. Uh, Rockfin is 9.99 a month, I think. Right. Yep. So yeah. it's it's right on the same par. Yeah. Of, of, yeah. Like you're talking, I pay. Netflix just raised my damn prices again. <laughs> right. Like like it's like 19 bucks for my Netflix now. Yeah. I get to pay right. 9.99 to watch the 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 Nittany Lion Wrestling Club wrestle whoever they like. This mm-hmm. is great. We're talking mm-hmm. we're talking ten dollars a month to watch yeah. the best wrestling in the world. Right. Like nobody's ever had this amount of access to wrestling. Nobody's, it, it, you can be a casual fan and, mm-hmm. and watch the best wrestling in the world. You can be, you can be a dad who doesn't know how to wrestle and you can learn really fast for your kid mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of these things for $10 a month. You can right. have Rockman and Flow for 20 bucks a month. I don't think Flow has a monthly subscription. Well, um, they have it in the, uh, that's what came out in the trials, right? They, oh, wrestling, yeah. Wrestling's the only one that has an annual, but you gotta, you can backdoor it or whatever they yeah. said, so. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, I, I think it's, it's a great time for the sport of wrestling. And, mm-hmm. and I think that this wrestlers were able to make the best of a shitty situation. Right. Like, you know, I, I think there's a lot of people who just kind of tapped out these last 10 months mm-hmm. and wrestlers find a way like that's, mm-hmm. that's literally the, the embodiment of wrestling is nice. what we've been able to do from yeah. during COVID persevere we're, we're right that dedication right i mean that's we're gonna figure it out. talking in the spring yeah. like we're gonna figure and wrestling's been around for a thousand for thousands of years that's what i tell people it's 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 not going anywhere it's gonna look different but it's yeah. gonna be around right easy easy yeah. enough right right so um talked a little bit uh people in your room you guys did some girls wrestling too right do you still have girl sessions or no or yeah so we had we had girls mm-hmm. all right and this is, we, we don't have a lot of high school kids either, right? Like club, mm-hmm. it's really hard to go to two hours and then back to back two hours. So we still have a few girls that come. Um, mm-hmm. They're like, you know, best girls in the country and stuff. And right. they come and beat up our boys and mm-hmm. the boys feel bad about their lives, which is cool. But um, so our plan right now is we, we're taking like a, a the next two months of girls wrestling off. Okay. And then come April, when all the girls are ready to wrestle again, but their high school might not be offering girls only stuff gotcha. and they need to bring Fargo and stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going to open up our girls only sessions twice a week again. So it, we're, we're going to change it to more of like an off season girls wrestling program. That's cool. Go yeah. from April to November girls only nights. And then, you know, December to March, just if you want to come, come with the group. Right, right. I think what excuse me, Vanessa Oswald. She come a few times at the beginning. There, yeah, right? Vanessa's yeah. got. Yeah. You know, she coaches over here at Aunt Angie Orange. Right, right. Like that is like the girl in girls wrestling right now. Like, right. She's the voice, the face, all of it. Right. So to have her backing is massive. Mm-hmm. Like, like on our October nights when when the girls weren't wrestling, we were having 25, 30 girls in here a night. Mm-hmm. You know, and then once girls start wrestling, you get school and then two hour practices. And I know, like, so Aunt Angie Orange. They do it where like the girls get the room for 90 minutes and the boys get the room for 90 minutes. So they do a lift too. So they'll go like, you know, school lets out at three o'clock or whatever. They'll go three to four 30 wrestling, four 30 to five 30 lifting. Gotcha. Okay. So ask them to come to a, a six o'clock practice. Here. Right. Right. That's if you're, you shouldn't be doing that. Like no, it's not, this is not what healthy for the body. Tell, this is what I always tell all my guys at, my, at, at Liberty. I'm like, if you can't get what you're getting, what you need to get in two hours here, then you're not going your two hours. Right. Right. Like you're wasting everybody's time. You're wasting your time or somebody's time. I don't care if you go to a club, you go to Moran's Palmer's pursuit. I don't care what you do, but Mm -hmm. if you're, if you're half-assing 
our 90 minutes or two hours in here, then that's bullshit to go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Like you have, you have X amount of time in here to get what you need. You need to get it. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and you know, it's, it's, I didn't go anywhere else in high school. No way. Come in, wrestle my 90 minutes and I was done for the day. Like that's, I might, I might have to cut weight at the, at the end of the night or something. Right. Do your other things, but not, you know, need to wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. Today. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, you talked about dads, you know, and flow watching, you know, you know, content, whatever it is you, and you said how you have new kids in the room, right? Beginners. Yeah. What, what do you say? You know, cause the dad piece is a huge component, right? What do you say to that dad, you know, when they're leaving practice or coming to practice of, of getting them involved in the sport or loving the sport as their kid yeah. learning? So did you see our TV out there? I we saw just, it. Yeah. yeah. We have a 70 inch TV mounted. We, we literally play flow 24 seven for all the fans. Oh dude, that's sweet. That's, like, that's yeah. like the first thing we do. Like they yeah. get to watch wrestling while their kids are wrestling, which is really cool. Um, but the, the biggest thing right now is just like, you know, guys, there's a, a, a lot going on right now. Um, not sure like competition wise, you know, mm -hmm. like obviously we've been to a few of the OAC events. We've been to Newark. Uh, we went to Zanesville once. Like okay. I, I took my, my whole crew, the, those places, but just like, Hey, uh, the, the biggest thing right at, at five years old is getting a stance and have some fun. Right. right? Like it, 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 it's, it's simple. Like right. if, if you want to go to Russia to wrestle twice a year, when you're six, have fun. I'm not sure that that's going to benefit your kid when he's 18, but whatever, like you do right. your thing. And it, there's a very fine line between like coach and telling them what they should do. And like, you're going to tell me how to parent my kid. No, I'm just telling you that I lived this and like, yeah. I, I have recommendations for you. Um, so we have, we have like 15 kids who have never wrestled before in our life. Uh, January 1st, we're sending our first three kids from beginner to advanced. So they've been in beginner for two months. We're sending them up and, and we have a dad, he's got twins. Mm -hmm. and his kids have never wrestled before they're six and they i mean they wrestle at home every day mm -hmm. they're tough kids they're athletic they understand it and i'm like dude i'm gonna send them up is that cool with you and he was like yeah whatever you think's best i play basketball i don't know what the hell's going on cool i'm like that's the best thing ever right like like he if trusts you he trusts trust you yeah with your kids your six-year-olds too mm -hmm. uh i i think i can make him good these kids move better than than most kids i've, I've seen in my life mm -hmm. i'm like these kids can be good uh, they're immature. They're six, right? Um, we're going to see if they sink or swim. If they mm -hmm. sink, we'll send them back down to beginner. If they right. swim, we're, we're going to let them fly in advance. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, you know, we're, we're good. Whatever you need from us, we're good. So like, I, I just think having like an open, open communication line of like, Hey, this is what I think your kid can do to better himself. Um, and everybody's goals are different. So, you know, I think, I think it's, it's realistic to ask your kids, like, do you like wrestling? You play football, you play baseball, you play hockey. Where does wrestling fall in that? Mm -hmm. it, it, right. Do you want wrestling to be your number one sport? And I think it's six, you know, I think that's a really big boy question, but I think the kid knows what he likes the most. Right. He's like, Hey, what I like football. Favorite is. Yeah. Then you should, you should let him play football more. Right. Right? right. If he's like, dad, I love wrestling. I hate baseball. You should be like, okay, don't play baseball. Let's come to wrestling practice. Mm -hmm. And the second that the kid is like, Hey dad, I don't want to go to practice tonight. I think you should be like, all right, dude, cool. Don't go to practice tonight. Mm -hmm. When he's like, Hey dad, I want more practice. You should find them, find them a place to get more practice. We offer four nights a week. I have kids that that's not enough. They're like, mm -hmm. Hey, they, they did a private today. They're like, Hey, I, I want to wrestle more. You know? mm -hmm. and, and I trust these parents to, to like, not, not lie to me. Mm -hmm. And like, I have these kids and, and they're like, yeah, I just want to wrestle more today. I'm like, cool. Mm -hmm. let's, let's do it then. Mm -hmm. Whatever you need. 
whatever you need. So I, I just think that that open communication is so important for parents, you know, because this, this sport, um, if you don't know it, like if you didn't do it, you don't understand how intimate and how stressful it is mm-hmm. at, at every age. Um, so it's really easy to get, get like, Johnny, you need to do this, this, and this when you don't know what this, this, and this is like what it actually does to your body and mind, you know, like mm-hmm. this, this stuff is so stressful. It's so physically and mentally tolling when you're trying to be the best version of yourself. And like, when you come up short, most people don't know what to say to that. Like mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. you've, you've done this your whole life for X amount of years and, and you, you think you're doing everything right. and It's not working. And, and you start getting like everything that I'm doing isn't working. My whole life is a sham. Like I'm, I've worked so hard and it's not working for me. What's going on. I don't know how to do this. And like, it, it leads you down a rabbit hole. That's tough. So, um, I just think being open with the kids and the parents is, is the biggest thing. No, well said for sure. That that's, uh, the parents have to buy into. And if the kid's not, sure, you no, know, the kid's not into it and the parent, you know, or vice versa, they have both have to be yeah, into it and for the right reasons. Got to have fun at a young, you know, there's more kids, uh, turned off to the sport than turned on at, you know, those, those critical 100%. ages. So. <clears throat> Anything else you want to share, or ask or tell? You've, you've covered so. a lot. I, I, I've loved the energy. And, you know, I, told you I, can, I can talk, man. No, it's good. I'm glad we got the tour also. It's, it's, that's an yeah. awesome setup. I'm glad we got to see it. Thank you. So. Thank you. so obviously social media search Pursuit Wrestling, right? Yeah, Pursuit Wrestling, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Our website is just Pursuit Wrestling. Um, we have a pretty nice website too. Yeah. Jake and Craig, they're pretty good at that stuff. So um, that's kind of like every, this is the cool thing that we did this will be the last thing we talk about is we all are very good at very different things. That's what I, was, I wanted to ask. I had that on the list. So, so what, what, what's the, the trio? What, what, what do you guys bring? What, what's... So I'm the coach. I'm okay. the coach. Here. Like mm-hmm. I have uh, super relatable. I play Fortnite with the kids. You know what I mean? Like nice, nice. Uh, this summer I had like 10, eight year olds come stay at my house and we just grinded at a barn. Like, so, so super relatable. I'm the coach close with everybody. I, I hang out with all the dads we have adult beverages sometimes like it just <laughs> you, you, got to, really, you gotta have fun right yeah really close relationship with everybody um craig is the mastermind behind everything okay. so he's he's ran a couple successful businesses built them up you know grown them um and he's he's figured out how to do everything like efficiently um cool. jake is a jack of all trades so jake is like he can do everything fairly well um he can, he can wrestle fairly well. He can coach fairly well. He can build a website fairly well. He can talk to people fairly well. He, he's kind of in the middle of like me and Craig. Craig is like, I'm going to build this and let you drive it. Like that, Mm -hmm. that's how we're going to run. And Craig knows how to wrestle too. Don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong. He spent five years at Ohio state. You figure out how to do a few things in that time. Except for when he wrestles shoemate, right? Except for when he wrestles shoemate. Correct. Um, so Craig, Craig built everything. And then I kind of get to, to steer the bus and Jake is like in between everything. Like he's, He's got the email list down and mm-hmm. figuring out the marketing behind it and where our target audience is and blah, blah. I'm like, I just want to coach wrestling guys. Yeah. You figure that stuff out. Let me coach wrestling. I'll get more kids in here. We'll be good to go. Nice. Perfect. But like we kind of all compliment each other really well. That's awesome. That's key. Yeah. Cause you, you hear these clubs starting up and you know, whether it's oh, one guy or like you said, it's one name and they're trying to do it all. And it's, right. it, it, if you have a team, it just makes it that much more efficient. Yeah. So. Life is so easy that way. Yeah, for right. sure. For right. sure. So, well, thanks for your time, coach. I appreciate it. Uh, oh, thanks. thanks. I'm looking forward to that shirt. It hasn't, hasn't yeah. come yet, but uh, I'm good. sure it'll be here any yeah, day. Of course. So. It was a blast talking to you, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah.
Yep. Thank you.